Hello, beautiful ones. Welcome to episode 92 of In the Flow of Magic. So today I'm continuing that series of why the chakras are important. We are up to the sacral chakra. As usual, the regulars know that um, the audio is drawn from my video over on YouTube. And if you'd like to watch this as a video, the link should be in the show notes or available for you here. But I think you'll enjoy listening to this episode. It's a longer one. And if you have any questions, then my website is intheflowofmagic.com. So we are here to support midlife women, spiritual midlife women who are wanting to live their dreams, heal and grow and expand into their fullest potential. And so I am so glad you're here. Namaste and enjoy the episode. Do check out my premier chakra course for women that is about energy healing. It includes work with the prana, with the subtle energy, with the chakras, using various modalities. It is a unique program combining um, my knowledge of shiatsu potent points with meditations, affirmations, journaling, herbs, and much more to heal your chakras. And we are now in enrollment. As I'm recording this, head on over to intheflowofmagic.com and you'll see courses. It is a program, more than a course, that includes live sessions with me. So do check it out. I'd love to see you inside. Stay blissed and blessed. My guest, Janae, is a mom of two small children, so you will hear them in the background at certain points during the interview. Please bear with us. I think it's a fun and very fresh and real conversation. We're going to be talking about the chakras, and um, I'm going to be bringing on Janae, and Janae is started out as a client and um, now, and really a colleague now. She studied with me, and she's really coming into her own Uh, power as a yoga teacher. And I want her to tell you a little bit about herself. Okay. We will be talking about the chakras. So hi, Tanjila. Romanticist, philosophical. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And so, yeah, welcome to my YouTube family. Welcome to Yoga Bliss Dance. And I'm Viv. And I'm going to bring on Janae. She's waiting in the wings. Let's see, I'm going to add her to the stream. There she is. Okay. Hi, Janae. This is so much fun, you guys. I think this is the second time. Janae, I think I did this. I've done this maybe once or twice, actually, with uh, a goddess who like lives in Spain, but that was a while ago. <laughs> so say hi, or you're muted. Jump on and Hello. say hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so excuse us if we have any technical difficulties. Be nice. Bear with us. We're live in real time. <laughs> like, so seriously, if we knock a camera over, hi, Instagram, be patient. We might come back. <laughs> Janae, why don't you say a little bit, just introduce who you are. And we are going to talk about the chakras. But yeah, go ahead and give an intro while I have a little tea. Okay, well, hello, everyone. My name is Janae. You may see me around also as Gigi the Empress on Instagram and on YouTube as well. Um, I'm a yoga teacher, a mom, wife, and an energy (laughs) healer. (laughs) 
crystal practitioner, so many things. And I have been working with Vivian um, on healing the chakras for a little over a year now, I believe. Yes, yeah, been over a year. Mm-hmm. So I joined yeah. the course, um, her, her first, the beta course. And it's really been life-changing for me. So, yeah. Tell us actually a little bit more. You've got another certification. Uh, you mentioned the crystal in, uh, crystal healing, crystal energy healing. Tell me just a little bit about that. Sure. So um, with the crystal certification, it is uh, from the Hibiscus Moon Crystal Academy. And pretty much there we learn what is called the Hibiscus Moon the hibiscus moon. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, and if you need to pause, it's called the hibiscus like moon a... method. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, I was yeah, going to say, pause, the... pause. Maybe give me a peace sign, and I'll I'll take you off of the stream, and you can come back if you want. But just yeah. Oh, sure. Everything's fine. Um. Yeah. So we practice the hibiscus moon method, um, mm-hmm. which is exclusive to the students in the course, and. Basically, we we use the chakras. We use crystals, crystal healing on the chakras. That's mm-hmm. that's the just what I can give you, out mm-hmm. as um, mm-hmm. with keeping the information in the course. <laughs> no, no, that's good. Yeah, that makes sense, and I'm I'm sure she'd love for people to know that. So Janae, as I mentioned, is now really a colleague, and. Um, you know, she's in the course and she's been a wonderful student, you guys, which is why I invited her. She's really dived deep. I was going to say Dovin, but I don't think there's a word Dovin. Dove, dived, you know, dive deep into the content. And so we are going to talk about the sacral chakra. Janae is a mom. So what you're hearing are the kids. Is it supper time? Is that what's, what's yeah. happening? want to yeah, let our audience know. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about the sacral chakra, because honestly, you guys, it is like everybody, root chakra, sacral chakra, root chakra, sacral chakra, that's all anybody cares about. Right, Janae? Like, it seems like that's like it. Those are, <laughs> if you say anything about chakras, they're like, oh, I've been working on my root chakra. Root chakra, exactly, exactly, which we covered yesterday, and which I will put a link below when we're not live anymore. So let me dive into it. Um, the sacral chakra, you hear the, the, um, the root, right? Sacred under there, right? So it's above our perineum, sort of above the genitals, below the belly button area in our subtle body, in our energy body. Oh yeah. I'm going to put up. Natalie says being a mom never stops. True. True. (laughs) And I'm not even a mom. I know this, right? So this chakra of course is our reproductive system goddesses. And so for many, many of us from, Whatever our our background, we have issues with reproductive system. Uh, And I wanted to dive into with also, depending on your age and how you were raised, sometimes we have religious restrictions around our sexuality, and that's all sacral chakra stuff, okay? So sexuality, sensuality, and pleasure in general, okay? Any type of pleasure and the ability to have joy in your life and our reproductive system. Okay. So that's the first thing I just want to say. So that's why I think so many women, Janae, are like, you know, like my sacral chakra affirmation, sacral chakra, they just want like more and more and more. Um, do you want to add anything at this point? Cause I'm going to have another sip of tea. <laughs> About yeah, the sacral sure. <laughs> um, I even think that 
um, even beyond, you know, the chakras, um, I had an experience where I was doing a hypnosis class for pregnancy and childbirth. And I okay. didn't realize that they were focusing on the sacral chakra. And oh. they they had all these practices. They're telling you to visualize orange. <laughs> They're like, mm. get in sync with this and talking mm. about the moon. But they never mentioned sacral chakra. And I ah. think just like you said, like, it's just, it's so incorporated in us to want to heal those two things when we hear about it. Mm -hmm. Every time I speak about it, someone's asking me, like, Yesterday, I was talking about another chakra, and mm -hmm. the lady, she's asking, well, well, what about sacral chakra stones? Really? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. That's what she wanted to talk about. Janae, I just want to add one thing. You guys on Instagram, I am so sorry. I didn't think ahead. Like, Janae, we don't have you up on Instagram, so, like, they can't really necessarily hear you super well. Is there any way, are you on your phone already? Is there any way you could jump on Instagram too? I'm on my phone, but I can try something. Okay, Janae is going to try something, but I honestly, oh yeah, if you come on on Instagram, I think I can allow you on, right? So what, do you want to work on that? Okay, try I that. see what happens. Yeah. I do know that if I log into Instagram, and yeah. we have the stream yard here that it's going to be a sound thing. Um, let me try something. Let me true. Let me try. True. Anyway, guys, I told you bear with us, but we will be sharing more. I just, I feel bad. I'm sorry. Instagram. If you want to head over to YouTube, Instagram is probably going to block me for saying that. Okay. Just go to yoga, separate word, yoga, bliss, separate word dance and you'll find me like live. Okay. Cause you can't see Janae and I'm sorry. We didn't think about, and I think we would get an echo. I don't know how that, how does that work? Does that, would that even work Janae? Maybe that wouldn't even work on us. I don't, I don't think yeah, it would yesterday work. I was on both and I heard it was weird. It was weird. It was me. weird. Okay. So maybe we shouldn't try it. Instagram. I'm sorry. You're just going <clears> to <throat> me. You're going to miss like the lovely Janae and you'll just have to come over to YouTube. Sorry guys. I do apologize about that. I didn't think of that anyway. Um, so the meaning of Swadistana is sweetness. And so it's metaphorical and literal, like the sweetness and the pleasure in life. So I want to give you an example so you know why you should pay attention to this chakra, okay? Because I think, like I said yesterday, people are just like, oh, yeah, I memorized the colors and I just want to get the crystal. Like, why is it important and why is it literally these are like the blueprints in a, in a certain way of your life and how your how things play out in your life? I mean, of course, there's karma, there's outside uh, influences, which also have a karmic element as well. But, um, you know, if you have anybody, anybody with an addiction, this chakra is excessive. So it can be drug addiction, any food addiction, though that's also related to the third chakra, anything where they're really just concerned with pleasure at, at, at the cost of other things at the cost of their well being. And I'm thinking of a particular actor, who died maybe two years ago now, who would kind of beat his addiction and then got sucked in again. And that's many singers, of course, many 
you know, people in the public life, but it's where that chakra is overactive and it's like, it pulls them. They get pulled, um, because that's almost, that's their energy where the sensation of pleasure, um, is, is more important to them than it might be to like, you know, you, you or I. And so they kind of live in that sacral chakra place where that's really important to them. Right. So, you know, heroin addiction, um, especially drug addiction, specifically. As um, Gigi mentioned, the color associated is orange. It governs the element of, of water, of fluids. And so in our body, as well as linking it with the outside world. So if you have an imbalance, and I'll get, this is the main point of the live, and then I want to hear more from Gigi. Um, it can go two ways. Each chakra can go two ways, sort of under or over, like excess or under. So someone who is really sort of detached from their sensuality and their sexuality and sort of just like more repressed, that's an imbalance as well, as well as the excess, right? Who's, you know, always uh, like, that's their primary thing is like, is sex and new people. And it's where it's like sex addiction, that would be a sacral chakra versus somebody who's also just like, no, you know, it's the same. It's just like, it's like a yin and yang. It's like an excess or deficiency. So you can kind of analyze yourself and see where do you fall in that spectrum. And obviously, maybe sometimes when we're younger, you know, you can be more active in a certain chakra, right? You come from there, right? Like, you know, often when we're younger, there's more, you're more like passionate. You want like romantic relationships. It's a lot of drama. Um, emotions are also in this place, right? In the, in Swadhisthana. So as you get older, maybe you shift a little bit where, which chakra energy you come from. So Gigi, any, any comments? And I'm going to maybe see if we've got uh, any comments that I want to highlight. Yeah. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, uh, I didn't really have anything else to say right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's okay. You guys, we like, we do not script. This isn't like scripted. So like, yeah, she doesn't <laughs> have like, now I say this, you know, now I say that. The only thing that Gigi knew is like, this is the theme. And like I said, I wanted to bring her on because she's worked a lot on her chakras. Primarily though, do you want to just say what, which was your focus when you were taking the course? Like, so my main focus um, yeah. was postpartum healing. Right, uh, right. I really had some physical things going on with my solar plexus. Mm -hmm. So that was very, very important to me. I ended up getting a lot of healing, mostly from the heart chakra. <laughs> it changes. Yeah. It really does. Mm -hmm. um, one minute it's solar plexus that I'm like, oh, yeah. And then the next minute... It's heart chakra, but I really stick between those two. Um, those were primarily for you. That's where you needed. Yeah. I mean, can I just say that as a mother, and I think we talked about this, like you guys think about it, right? So mother, of course, you know, uterine energy, that sacral energy, but then what does a mother draw from her heart, right? You have these beings who need you so much. They need you constantly. You could be tired and they still need you. Right. So that's going to pull on your heart chakra. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of, so, so she's really, that makes sense to me, Gigi, that you would almost want to really develop that 
the, at the higher level, that's like almost like selfless compassion, right? Like a good mother yeah. has to have that, like, you know, that sort of patience, that understanding, like if your kid is having a, cause I've done a lot of childcare. If they're deciding to throw themselves to the ground and have a tantrum in public, <laughs> which is always fun, <laughs> always fun to experience. Let me put up Natalie here. Um, mm, I wasn't very happy about my twin pregnancy. Ah, do you want to address that? Do you want to say a little bit about that as a mom? Can you see Natalie's question? Hold on. Oops. Gigi, you might have muted yourself by asking. Oh, yeah. There you go. I said, sorry, it's it's super tiny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I'll read it. I'll read it. It's a, uh, let's okay. see. Her comment says, I wasn't very happy about my twin pregnancy. Could this be an imbalance? You go ahead and share, and then I'll share what I what I think. I wasn't happy. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm guessing that she's saying about maybe the delivery. I'm not mm. sure. True. Um, we could ask for more. I, yeah, I do know that a lot of times when women are pregnant with twins that mm -hmm. the medical industry, I'm not sure how she went about her pregnancy, but they push more towards um, certain ways to deliver. They're like very strict with it. They're like, okay, let's plan this C-section or something like that. So I'm not sure. Okay. I want to know more. Let me give you some more information on her, but I want to say one thing before that. Hi, Tony. I got us. I'm so glad Tony is in on Instagram and she said she can hear. So thanks for that, Tony. And I just turned oh, okay. Gigi. That's great. You're a little higher. <laughs> she says it's the whole pregnancy, the whole pregnancy. She was, she wasn't very happy. Um, yeah. So go ahead. Comment on that, please. Yeah, not it wasn't just the delivery, which I would think would be really difficult. It was the whole pregnancy. Okay, well, yeah, I, that would seem like definitely a sacral chakra imbalance. Maybe, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it does affect your emotions. Pregnancy, it just affects your emotions and your hormones altogether. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I know with my second pregnancy, I kind of felt the same way. It was like the whole time I was just like, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. right. Mm -hmm. let me read you what else she says. She says, and folks on when the, you know, they type on YouTube, they'll like, it's not a full, complete, elegant sentence. They'll just like, boom, boom, boom. So what she's written is the situation shocking. And I wasn't as happy with my other children. So I want to add something to that. Um, on top of what Gigi said is that, yeah, your hormones are, are going to be in such tremendous flux. And, and it's also very stressful for, for the body to be pregnant. Like it draws on a lot of your resources, like just literally, right. You, so it, you know, you're going to feel that. And so it might come out as feeling irritable, feeling unhappy, of course. Right. And then if it's really bad, it could go into like postpartum depression or something. I wouldn't say that's necessarily an imbalance. I just, honestly, if you had to, you know, carry twins, that is literally like a stress on that energy. That's the way to think of it. Right. It's like carrying one baby versus carrying two or, or triplets. Like it's just more 
So, you know, what I would actually do, there are, um, there are specific energies that link into the sacral chakra. Um, in fact, there would be like, believe it or not, like stomach spleen meridian would be ones I would work on. And this is a good time to mention my course. We um, do that. I teach potent points, which Gigi particularly loved, and, and they had a really powerful effect for her. So um, this is part of leading up to my course. So Natalie... Um, you know, check out the the link is actually at the very top to check out the Chakra Soul Alchemy course, which this material, some of it is drawn from, and it's drawn from like my 20 years of as a yoga teacher. So I would say work on strengthening that chakra. I don't know when your pregnancy was, um, but especially, and Gigi, that's something you also work with, right? Is women postpartum. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Say a little bit about that in terms of you do yoga with them. Like, like my chakra course, we don't, it doesn't have a yoga component, um, you know, cause it's like, it would be like too bloated. It would be like too much, but Gigi, are you still doing classes online? So I, I am not doing yoga classes online right now, but I do do work with the crystals and the chakras and other and energy that's healing. the population, right? That's your population right. is moms. So, um, Natalie, too, you might want to, um, and Gigi's link, Gigi was like, her link is really, really long. You guys, it's okay. <laughs> it's like hella long, but it's in the chat as well. But her specialty is working with moms and postpartum, even if it's five years, because your body, you know, you still went through that experience. And for some women, right, right, there was trauma, which... Also, Gigi, thanks for touching on that. There can be trauma um, related to, right, like birth trauma. So that would be sacral chakra healing. Um, someone had another question, though. So, Nat Natalie, I hope that was helpful. I said hi to Tanjila. Tanjila is in the chakra course. She's not doing certification, but she is using it for her own healing um, hang on. There was another great question. How do I know? Kwana says, how do I know if this chakra is in balance? So yeah, great question. I touched on that a bit earlier is do you have, um, and again, we're not physicians. This is sort of metaphysical information. Do you have issues with ovaries, uterus, reproductive system, physical symptoms, or it could be emotional, right? So are, do you have symptoms related to, uh, you know, healthy sexuality towards intimacy. And that's how you would know. You would know because you would see, as I mentioned, either overactive or underactive, right? So Kwana, I hope that helps. If you want to ask another question or give us a little more detail. Oh, hi, Sharon, eyes makeup. I'm so glad you're here. As <laughs> uh, She's often here in the chat. I'm going to just shout out a couple of folks. Oh, and we got a lot of hearts. Thank you, Natalie. Gigi probably can't see the hearts. They're like really small. <laughs> but that's nice to get. So, yeah. And Selena. Yeah, Selena says, oh, that's so great. Can you? Uh, I'll read it. Selena says. Hi, Selena. Yeah. <laughs> I love Gigi. She is so knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, that's very, very sweet. Hold on. There's one more. I enjoyed my other pregnancies, but not this one. It Okay, it was shameful. Yeah, I think that this would be more like a, a private conversation to get all the full details. 
But as I said, Natalie, you were drawing on that energy. When a woman goes through a pregnancy, you're drawing on certain energies and that would be sacral chakra, right? Because it is right where the uterus is. Like that's that energy. It governs that energy. So that's, you would know because if you're having symptoms there or that are related to that. So anyway, let me just think, is there anything else? Gigi, do you want to add anything at this point? Look at my, look at my notes. Yeah. Do you want to add anything, Gigi? Hey. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have anything to say yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see. Okay. And we have another question. I'm going to put it on the screen first, and then I'm just going to see, is there anything that I, else that I wanted to say? Uh, that's a great question. And it's, I'm going to be honest. I think it's just out of my scope. I do think that the chakra energy, for example, um, the sacral chakra, it's one of the few chakras where it's like the location might be slightly different for men than for women. So for men, it might manifest as a little bit lower, just relative to their reproductive system. Um, so I'm glad you asked this, Jason, because my course is for women, because I just feel like that's, you know, that's when I know, like, that's who I am and that's who I serve. So I don't think there are huge differences. So for men, it would be the same thing, reproductive, um, you know, prostate, their sexuality, their emotions as well. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's similar. It's just location wise, the sacral chakra might be a little lower. You might feel it a little lower for men. Yeah. Gigi, anything? <clears throat> yeah, I think that um, also when it comes to like the feeling of where it is, mm -hmm. it sometimes I hear a lot of women say they feel in a specific place, like maybe in the genital area when a lot of men feel it on the lower abdomen. So just like the feeling of it. That's just something that I noticed just from they you know, working with people. Say that again. The women tend to feel so it. So like when work, they feel it more like in the, they feel something more in the genital area. Not necessarily like, yeah. So like maybe like if you're doing a meditation and you say focus on the sacral chakra, they might, they might be feeling the root feeling. chakra. Actually. It's possible. Um, That's yeah. Because typically it's like, it's lower for men will feel it lower just because of the way their repro the design of their reproductive system, while women will tend to feel it actually higher and more inward, if that makes mm -hmm. sense, because it's more like uterine. So, you know, um, oh, Selena says it can be jitters as well. Selena, break down. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Um, what do you mean by that? It can be jitters as well. Just give us a longer sentence. Um, and then I'm going to answer Tony. So thank you for that question, Jason. We're going to, we're going to go on, but yeah, it's, you know, when you close your eyes to meditate and you are in that area, like slightly above genitals, but below the navel and it's not root chakra, then that's where it is for you. And there can be also a slight difference. So Selena's going to type out a little bit longer her comment. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Jason says, thank you. And I see another great question I want to take. So Tony, Tony Martin and Instagram, I haven't forgotten you. And I should look up because let's see. Oh, 
Hi, Nora. Oh my gosh. A friend from years ago just joined. That's so sweet. Um, what do you do to help heal your sacral chakra? Gigi, I'm going to let you take this. I'm putting her on the spot, but this is, uh, she knew I might do that. She's going for a certification. Sure. <laughs> so I, in my opinion, um, the best way for me with sacral chakra has been sacral chakra meditation. Um, really, when it comes to the meditation, the sacral chakra is the one that I kind of stick with meditation. <laughs> um, and also the acupressure points which are in the course that we have. And I think you have some things on your YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. um, also staying hydrated, staying hydrated is major for the sacral chakra. Mm -hmm. So those are my three favorite ways of healing the sacral chakra. Mm -hmm. Um, Hang on, I wanna I'm gonna go back up and put hers. Yeah. So the most powerful, Tony, is the meditation. Again, I'm gonna be really honest with you. You've got to remember, like on YouTube, folks will put out stuff because they want a lot of views. And so a, a video does well on YouTube, and you'll see why I'm, where I'm going with this. A video does well on YouTube if it meets people's expectations. So think about what that means. That means the person has to tell you what you expect to hear. If you watch it for a long time and you like it, the video does well. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's true or the best information. So to say that, you know, people will be like, oh, this can heal the chakra or that can heal or just do this. And it's really simple and do it in five minutes. That's not true. <laughs> and that's why I'm getting at and why I mentioned it. There are all these wonderful things. Like somebody said rose oil. Yes. Like, ro well, rose very much. Also with the heart, I would put rose um, and we mean like the pure essential oil, not just like the fake scent of rose, because that is not going to have that therapeutic effect. It's just not. So um, there are many things you can do. And Tony, I do have a whole playlist. And I think I have like 13 ways or 20 ways to work with the sacral chakra. Anything that uh, heals your sensuality and heals your sexuality. So it's really broad. Um you know, dance, especially like African dance or Middle Eastern dance that really gets into that pelvis area, right? And just think literally like brings blood flow and circulation into that area. Um, of course, you can work with herbs. And I do, I just added, right, Gigi, I added um, my friend who runs an herbal school, you guys, and she, so she's really knowledgeable about herbs. Like she's run it for like 20 something years. She, I just said, keep it simple though. And she gave me for each chakra in the course, three herbs, simple teas that you can make. Okay. And that's new. Like when Gigi first took the course that wasn't in there and I added that in. Um, but yeah, movement, dance, journaling, therapy all around your sexuality, sensuality. But the meditation, as Gigi said, is the most powerful because it's, it's internal to you. Okay. And it's you focusing. And so Gigi, well, I'll, I'll say it. So some things can happen that may seem a little strange to you. You might suddenly remember an, an abusive incident, for example, you know, that's something like Gigi, when you're working with your folks, you know, be aware, you know, that can happen. That's part of the healing. Maybe you didn't remember, um, some abuse that happened when you were a little girl. Okay. 
that's affecting you. And as you start doing this meditation, right, working with the Bija mantra, which I do have like free on my channel, but I go more in depth in the course, you might like a couple hours later have a flashback to, to an abusive incident. So healing it's, I mean, it's serious, you know, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's not just like hold the crystal and you'll be healed. I'm not, you know, I think crystals can be a wonderful support for some people. Um, I don't think crystals are as helpful for others because some people aren't as tuned into them. Gigi, do you want to say a little bit on that in terms of crystals? Sure. I think that um, with, <clears throat> excuse me, with my certification and how we use the crystals, as practitioners, I think that's a little bit different from, you know, people using, just grabbing a crystal and holding it and saying, okay. oh, I'm going to do this meditation and heal my chakras. Mm -hmm. But the purpose of working with a, a crystal practitioner, it would actually, I guess I can use the word manipulate, help to manipulate the chakras. It's more mm -hmm. about manipulating it and also using all these other modalities as well. So right. I, I have seen people laying down with crystals on their chakras and I'm like, that works for some people in a way it may make them calm or whatever. But mm -hmm. I think that actually working with someone who is experienced with the crystals on how to, you know, manipulate the chakras. I don't really like that word. <laughs> That's um, like yeah. the best way. Um, um, yeah, manipulate it doesn't sound like a great word, but I know, I mean, we know what you mean. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Like manipulate means to kind of shift or change. Right. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I hear you on that. I think that, you know, there's a lot we can do of self-healing. Like I absolutely believe that. Um, the thing is, it's knowing what's to do that's right for us. And that's where I think getting guidance, which is what I think Gigi is also speaking to, is because, like, for instance, an herb might be wonderful for some people. This is absolute fact. It might indeed do this particular thing for some people. But your condition may make that herb not suitable for you. So I think what both Gigi and I are saying is, it's more, it's not just like a blanket answer. And again, YouTube rewards people who just give a blanket answer, right? Because it's just easier and people are like happy, like, oh yeah, she said, go, go get selenite or go do this. But it depends on the person. Everything depends on the person and their condition. So Gigi, yeah, I'll throw that back to you. Like, just think about that a little bit. Can you, sh in, in terms of people wanting like an instant answer versus no, this really takes a little investigation. Like, I need to know more about you. I need to know how long this you've had this problem. Like, I need I need to know about you. I can't just like give you this one size fits all. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I noticed that with working with people, they they're like, oh well, it didn't work for me. But my my sister said that this worked for her. And what do you think will work for me? I'm saying, well. We can try something else. We can try this, but yeah. it's not always, it's not set in stone. You know, we have to 
Mm-hmm. You have to put more practice and more time into it. A lot of things for me, you know, I've been doing this with you for a year <laughs> and I've come across new things all the time, something new all the time, something that worked for me in the beginning may not work as well for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I think it may be a little bit past that. I'm not sure. Um, like as far as the acupressure points, for example, like when I first started with the course, some specific points for the sacral chakra were just like so enlightening for me. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. now when I, now when I revisit, it's different. It's different points. But you're in a different place for me. You're right. in a different place, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, so I that, think that yeah. um, mm-hmm. I think it's very important to try to find different different ways and just researching different ways not sticking with one set thing right 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 so we both agree in terms of working with this chakra with swadhisthana it's the meditation the the bija mantra is the sound that helps to purify it and i do have videos on for free on youtube and as i said in the course i do dive deeper and I am promoting my course because I know it can help a lot of you. Well, again, and I'll, I'll say this every time, even if some folks will tune out, I think that it's one thing to try and get, just learn from like free stuff and gather information versus taking something like an organized training that, you know, I've been studying this stuff for about 20 years, actually more than 20 years, but we, we won't get into that. <laughs> But, you know, I I became certified as a yoga teacher in 1994. Okay. And so this weaves in like I in the course and what Gigi has studied is I bring in these potent points, which are specifically chosen to correlate with a particular chakra, um, you know, from my experience. And they're also easy to access. So I don't give you a point that's like really hard to reach or like that, that I know it'd be hard to teach you to find it. So there's a lot in there. Like, what else did you like besides the points in the chakra soul alchemy course? You like the meditations. You really had a powerful impact with the, um, the potent points. And I want to say that's because Gigi does yoga and I'm not trying to be shady or anything, but yoga, having a yoga practice, part of what it does is it opens the energy pathways, the nadis they're called. And so the energy flows more and you're kind of more ready for this higher level stuff like the chakras and like meditation. And that's just a fact. So I always, I have a video where I'm like, how to prepare. And it's like, start doing yoga. So I wasn't surprised when Gigi of all the people like in her group had the most response to the points because I'm like, her, her nadis were already more clear, right? She's already, she's already hard at that time. Huh? Say that again. I was going hard with the yoga at that time. Also, well, yeah. yeah. Weren't you finishing your yoga, your YTT? I was yes. doing the YTT. I was in two different studios. So Gigi <laughs> likes to study. Okay. So, <laughs> so yoga will help you with the chakras. That's the other thing to Tony's question. Anyone's question. Start doing yoga that fits you and fits your body. And if you don't like a particular teacher, and I always say this, I really believe this, Gigi, there is always a yoga for every person. It may not be the right style for you, or you may not vibe with the teacher 
But there are so many styles and types of yoga, you guys. So if you go into a class and everybody's like sweaty and you're like, oh my God, I hated it. Don't, no, you know, Gigi's laughing because for example, there's Ashtanga yoga. You guys, people will be dripping sweat in Ashtanga. Like it's just like, like, right. And that may not be your vibe. You're like, I thought yoga was relaxing. <laughs> and you go in or putting their foot behind their head, which I used to be able to do. I don't know that I can do that now. Or they're doing like handstands. That's just one type of yoga, people. Okay. So find the yoga that is right for you. And then the chakras can come in and really be super, super helpful. So, yeah. Gigi, anything you want to add? Yeah, to answer your question about what else I liked in the course, um, the live sessions. I mean, it was different. I, I, I've been through three rounds, I think, maybe three or four. And it's always something different. You know, and it's good to hear other people's experience, especially if you're doing the certification and you're going to be working with clients, you'll hear different responses to each session. So Mm -hmm. I forgot about my lives. Thank you for for cueing me on that. So in um, in the Chakra Soul Alchemy course, you know, this is going out on YouTube. This is on Instagram. So when we meet, it's usually it's a it's a nice small group. Okay, I'm not guaranteeing it'll stay super, super small, but it's not, I'm not talking to 500 people. You know what I mean? And some courses are like that. So when you are in this course, you will have this, there are four live sessions where I literally lead you in the meditations. I check that you're okay. If you have any questions, I show you where the points are, right? I make sure like you found them you feel something so that a lot of courses don't have so much of a life component. Um, some, some chakra courses have no life component. You're just on your own. So um, I wish I, I have that. I have self-study if for those people who are maybe really introverts or whatever, it's a lower price point, but um, that's what you get. If you, if you take chakra soul alchemy is you get direct contact with me in a small group and you're guided step by step by step. And I can't like show you inside the course like I'd love to, um, but I'm not technically set up to do that. But you guys, there is a way where you can look at the throat chakra lesson. Um, so the best thing, like I said, before we close, and we'll just take any last questions, is go to my website, which is um, in the flow of magic.com. And you'll just in the header, it says courses and just click through there. It's The course is on sale for $100 off till Sunday, and it's absolutely well worth it. It's got 20 years of um, my knowledge as well as that the live sessions with me for that support. So, yeah, I'm going to put up with Selena. Yeah, and Selena, yes. Yeah, the Nadis are, yeah, the Nadis are like the energy pathways that not many people really actively connect them. Um, but the Nadis are like, if you had like astral sight, you would literally see almost like a map on a person of how their energy flows. And so, yeah, I give points, like I said, that activate the energy flow through the Nadis and the Nadis like you guys. So what is a chakra? What is a chakra really? A chakra is where it's like a junction point. I'm going to give you an analogy. Um, cause I'm from New York. I give the analogy of like grand central station. <laughs> Is that a dumb analogy? Anybody who's from a city, what is your big train station, right? So 
all of these trains come in to that station. So it's like a nexus, right? It's a focus. And everybody knows it. And there's tons of people. And the people are the metaphor for the energy. So the chakras are where these nadis cross and where they're really a focal point for our energy because they're more than seven chakras. You know, they're multiple chakras, like they're chakras in our hands, right? And actually that's also a powerful potent point right in the center of the palm um, that actually is calming to the heart. And the the arms actually join into the heart chakra. As you, if you can just picture it, like if you open your arms out to the side, right, it comes right back into the heart chakra. And that's why like healers, right? that these chakras will be more open in somebody who does massage and so on. So um, all that and more is in the course. And we're going to continue tomorrow. I don't know if Gigi, we'll see. We'll probably have Gigi come back um, some other times. Tomorrow we'll be doing the third chakra, which is one she was particularly interested in, I'll say, Manipura. <laughs> that was a powerful one. Um, so, yeah, before we close... Let's see. Oh, Tony says, oh, Tony says, thank you both. You helped me realize I'm on the right path. Good, good, good. Yep, yep. Um, keep doing yoga. Keep doing meditations. Tune in to that chakra. Don't be afraid if issues come up. The issues are coming up for you to heal. I think that's really important for me to say. Like whether or not you're in the course, if an issue comes up or you have a memory, um, even if it's upsetting, go ahead and process it. That's like shadow work. Like, Gigi, you don't really do shadow work stuff, do you? Or do you? You do? Every, every once in a while. Every once in a while, yeah, but not too much. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good if it's somebody's focus because it's a certain type of working. So the shadow means, like, what you can't see, like, deep stuff that's, like, painful, like, trauma. I don't know. I don't feel like that's super, super your energy, Gigi, for that type of stuff. Though, yeah, you know? But um, don't be afraid of that, because when you do work with the chakras, stuff may come up that is for you to heal. So tomorrow, same time, 5.55, I will be back with uh, Manipura Chakra. Uh, I think that's really underrated for women, because women are just like, oh, no, it's my sacral and it's my root. I want to make more money, so I'm going to focus <laughs> on my root chakra. If you want to make more money, you want to come tomorrow to, we'll be talking about Manipura Chakra, okay, which is called City of Jewels, City of Gems. So that should give you a hint. So, Gigi, any last uh, sharing before we close? I'm going to put up Sorry. the three. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I will be here tomorrow. All right, Gigi, because yeah, you can be you know, here. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. I'm going to say it. It's my favorite chakra. <laughs> she doesn't want to declare. She's like, I don't know. Maybe it's the heart. I don't know. But really, that's the one she was most interested in. And yeah, we'll share more tomorrow. So uh, again, if you, oh, so both our links are in the chat, you guys. While we're live, I couldn't put it like under the video. But if you want to talk to Gigi, in fact, if you want to talk with her about the course, about being certified, there's a, her link is there. Or if you want to talk to her about other services she offers, you'll see the calendar link. Actually, I'll put it up. It's super long. So go into the live. If you're here live right now, click on that. At least you can pull up her calendar and you can think about it. Um, and the link to my course is on my website in the flow of magic.com. And this is the exact link. And those of you in the replay, I'll put them once we stop 
So, yeah, thank you so much, Gigi. The kids probably thank want you. your attention. They want you back. 